I invite you to take your first inhale here. So we're gonna inhale through the nose. Begin to relax the eyes. And really allow the body to soften. Begin to fill the body. Feel the chest rise. The abdomen. Take your time. And then softly exhale when you're ready. like to do three rounds of inhales. Relaxing the shoulders, the jawline. You can lean back, creating support for your spine. Take one more inhale here. Through the nose. Notice where your mind is today. And then we're gonna begin to softly exhale. So we're approaching holiday of Shavuos, and as we move into this space, around holiday time, there's a lot of things that get heightened, but also the holiday of Shavuos is a build-up, as in we are moving from Pesach which is when the Eden left Mitzrayim, right? So when they left Egypt, to receiving the Torah. And what happens is we have 49 days, which is Sphira, right? It's, it's a sense of counting. And we go through different combinations of the Spheros. So every week was one Sphira, that and then it was like there were different kind of it's almost like a mathematical equation from an energy perspective and what's really interesting is is that every single one of these equations had an influence on the week and on the day and then we come to <clears throat> and then we come to a space where we're able to receive the torah so what's interesting is, is that the word that is used is we're receiving the Torah, right? It's, it's a reception of sorts. And 
So we're going to focus on that for a moment. Because I feel like what's so important from a spiritual practice is knowing that the receiving aspect of the getting of the Torah, right? Because we received it, is such a huge, is, is such an essential component to what we, I guess, our relationship with our spiritual practice. So when we think about receiving something, a lot of us have a lot of desires in life. We want money, we want happiness, we want contentment, right? There's a lot of, there's a long list of things that we desire in our life. And there really is an abundance of it in the world. As in, for a lot of us, the perception is that it's not there, right? So when we are observing the world from a negative space, what happens is, is what we are experiencing is negative, as in there's a negative, our awareness is just seeing a deficit. So what goes around is like, there isn't enough love, there isn't enough support, um, there isn't enough health, right? The list goes on. When we focus on getting the Torah, right? Receiving of the Torah in itself, the whole point is, is being in a sense of receiving, as in, it's not, am I in a perfect space to receive it? It just, am I in a, do I have the ability to receive? And that's really the focal point of today. So when we think about the things in our life that we want and need. A lot of times, the things we desire, we are actually not in a space to actually receive it. So we are not prepared to receive it and or hold space for it. So the thing is, is that if we focus more on the preparation, so with getting the Torah, there's 49 days, right? There's that, there, there's kind of seven weeks of really working towards it. What happens is, is preparation is a huge part of receiving anything. And there's a lot of preparation involved. Unfortunately, we live in an instant world where there's so much instant gratification. There's this kind of instant stimulation of wanting something and getting it. We get it, but we don't receive it. We're able to get in contact with it, but we're not able to absorb it or even observe it, for that matter. So, when we begin to simplify 
and really strip things down, right? Instead of having the concept of like, you know, physical things of I want this, that, and the other, whatever those things might be, it might be a place you want to be. When we begin to focus on the emotion that we're trying to master, and we begin with what is the preparation that can get me to that mastering. And this could be on a physical level, a mental level, or on a spiritual level. There first has to be some kind of elimination, right? So when we step into preparation, right, we are, what we're doing is, is we're dedicating time and energy towards something that is valuable to us. So the first thing we're going to have to do is give up on something else. There's almost like a buy-in, right? So there's like a buy-in. It's like if you if you really want this, you're going to have to be able to create space for it. And creating space for it means it might mean eliminating something else. When it is something that is constructive in self-development, there's no price you could put on the value of how valuable that is. The thing is, is when we struggle with understanding what self-care is, we struggle with having the discipline to cut the time out to to create something for ourselves and we're distracted by many many things when we begin to build and we we begin to focus on something that we do want so in this case we were we're stepping towards the Torah right receiving the Torah so it's not about knowing the whole Torah it's accepting it it's the acceptance portion For so many of us, that validation in our personal lives is so important. Knowing, taking the time to validate, to accept. And that is, again, it takes space within. So what we need to do is create this space within. So I invite you all to take another breath here. We're going to inhale through the nose. Begin to fill the space within and notice what are the things that might begin to distract your thoughts or what are the things that are just unnecessarily there. It's almost like pollution in the mind. What are the things that you wake up in the morning worrying about? 
that you feel like you might not have any control over and you're not even sure how they got in. And I want you to blow out of your mouth, exhaling and just with a little bit of force, just allow it to exit your body. Take another inhale here. Fill the lungs and the chest and the abdomen and then blow through the, through the mouth, exhaling, tighten the core and hold that core for a second. And pause at the bottom of that inhale, at the, sorry, at the end of that exhale remind yourself that you have the support you need within the space that you're in and then just relax into the space for so many of us we don't even realize the tools we have the great thing about the spheros right so spheros omer is it's almost like tools but from a sensory perspective, an energy field. And when we understand that, like one of the things with Lagva Omer, even we had like Roshim Avayuchai was somebody that was able to come to his full potential. It's be, it's also because he's been able to be in sync his body and his soul. And that comes from being able to tap into his own energy field. But to do that, we need to take the time to spend with our energy field. And notice what we're feeling day to day. What gets in that disrupts that? So by starting our day, finding quiet, finding peace, and noticing what makes us feel full, what makes us feel aligned, really inquiring, asking ourselves these questions, what we end up doing is creating a guide for the day. but also creating space for ourselves to absorb it. So if you think about something you really like, for example, let's just do food for a minute because food's always easy to relate to. So saying something like, I like chocolate, right? And if I ask you to get into detail with the exact kind of chocolate you like, you like this flavor, this texture, this company, and you really enjoy what it makes you feel. The experience makes you feel whole. What happens is, is when you walk around and you, you find chocolate, like you're going shopping, you see chocolate that you might not appreciate, you'll kind of just let it go. You'll be like, no, I, if I'm gonna have it, I'm gonna have 
you know, this very specific one. What happens is you're able to isolate the experience into something wholesome, something that you know gives you, you've prepared, you've created a space where you know that this specific flavor or breakdown is what gives you the full full experience. What ends up happening is, is we end up isolating ourselves in a way where there's less choice. So there's this almost illusion of freedom. And when we don't have choices, when we, not that when you don't have choices, but when we minimize our choices to be like, when we're selective and we're specific, what it does is it ex- it excludes it excludes most other choices. So like from a chocolate perspective, if you choose one, even five chocolates, there's hundreds of companies, probably at this point, millions of different combinations of flavors. And when we focus on this one specific one, what we're doing is, is we almost remove the sensation of choice and sometimes we opt for that quote-unquote freedom over commitment to an experience but the thing is is i always say a practice is like building a body right it there's no right body type so from a athlete's perspective you have a bodybuilder a ballerina a runner boxer they're all building their body committing to a certain regimen a certain diet a certain pattern to get to a specific place what happens is is it isolates every other sport but they're able to master this one sport. And what happens is, is that there's, there's so much preparation involved. And then there's, from an illusionary perspective, there's less freedom of choice. But really, what's happening is, is they're flowing within the experience itself. I know for myself, you know, even as a yogi, being able to be present in that flow, in that movement. When you're able to find something that works for you, there's a sense of, of you're feeling in sync. You're feeling a sense of flow and connection. And that's kind of the point. So sometimes this concept of freedom as a whole ends up being a distraction from being able to master your true happiness, which is being in a space to receive the nurturing. So when we think of moving up to Shavuos, it's it's this concept of 
there are the different spheros, which is like an energy field. We went through 49 days. We get to the top of this. What we're trying to do is we're committing to a structure. We're committing to something that we can receive. And for a lot of people, there's this illusion that it's very isolating. But in truth, what it does is, is it gives us a structure to commit to in a way that we can create a schedule on a daily basis and be in a space where we can feel that contentment within. So even in the sense of Torah itself, the beauty is different people come from different backgrounds. There's a sense of Masorah that's involved as well. But when we are receiving the Torah, right, it's it's just being open to a process. And like even in a selective sport, somebody that's six foot four and somebody that's five feet is going to be able to do very different things with a specific sport. So even like a bodybuilder, right? Or a yogi, depending. Some people are more flexible. Some people aren't as flexible, depending on their bone structure. But the thing is, is Torah is inclusive in that way. Where when we understand that our spiritual practice is about preparing ourselves in a way that we are receivers, that we can absorb and feel nurtured from the practice itself. It starts within, from the heart. And sometimes there's education involved. You know, for some people, just like in sports, you find you find a lot of crappy trainers. You find different angles. Dif- different people have different methods. And all, not always do you relate to the person that's guiding you. But it doesn't it doesn't help to discredit the source, which a lot of people end up doing. They're like, well, I don't believe in that sport, right? We'll call it a sport for this, for just for this kind of argument. And the thing is, is, well, maybe the accuracy, there's accuracy missing. So the misconception that I've come to understand as I started going through my spiritual journey was that I had to to do my research and understand why was I why was I struggling with the connection? What what was what was going on for me? And for me, one of the greatest gifts that came my way was learning Chovos Alavavos and the teachings of Rav Sadigon, which is really the Avodah Shabalev. It's really working the inner workings, which is mastering the heart, what we're feeling, our intentions, and understanding it from an internal level. And for everybody, this is different. But at the pinnacle of this, it was understanding 
and this is something that I was able to learn from meditation is creating more stillness in my life knowing that the truth is whole just like the Torah is whole we don't need to add anything to it it is complete the only thing we need to do is receive it and on a daily basis we get little doses it's given to us in little bite sizes on a daily basis so even like with the spheros we were given you know little bits and pieces until we get to 49 days until we get to it to being able to receive the torah so if on a daily basis we're able to search for the good right create awareness around the positive and prepare ourselves to receive which is creating a calm environment for ourselves removing the distractions and really beginning to discover what are things that help you feel nurtured what part of your spiritual practice do you relate to what on a physical level helps you connect with your spiritual practice or vice versa then you can be able to add more of that into your life and it can help build the space for you to find the, the contentment on a daily basis so as you move through the next couple days take your time to notice what are the things that create flow within what are the things that create the sense of alignment internally and what you'll begin to notice is how your body reacts to certain things but the real question is are you in a position to receive and if not then what are the things that need to be done or implemented in the preparation to create more of a receptive experience for yourself but it takes time like an athlete our spiritual practice has to be a commitment right so i just bring up an athlete for the purposes of understanding that it's like a structure and a regimen regimen that has to be put in place but anything that we want to be good at we have to do the research and then apply it on a personal level knowing what feels good what doesn't feel good what needs to be adjusted and i always suggest having mentors mentors are very very important um having that structure in place to be able to you know like athletes there are you know uh really really great coaches that are available as well so when you're fi- when you find somebody that can help you move along cuz cuz again these things don't happen overnight right 
one of the best things you could ever invest in is your yourself and that is in your self-development and I heard somebody say this this guy was giving like a business I forgot I forgot who it was but he was saying that one of the best investments in life is investing in your learning because then you're mastering yourself more than buying yourself a house and owning something being able to master the inner workings of your who you are will take you the furthest in life so thank you so much for joining me in this practice today and i wish you all a wonderful day as you move through this and are able to discover yourselves in this in this journey i encourage you to ask yourselves what helps you feel nurtured and invest in adding that to your day on a daily basis so i'll take questions now if anyone has anything they want to share